Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe Les. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Holy cheesing in the wind, dick suck, motherfucker. We're here, folks. Yep, that was uh, that was subtle. It's a morning. I'm hurting. I'm sick. I'm gay. I, I got AIDS. Uh, I'm on no sleep. No sleep when you're sick is a kick in the taint. That's what I, that's, I told you. That's all you need to do is sleep. I know. And you didn't even sleep. I got bad sleep, too. But you, I have to say, you sound a lot better today oh, than yesterday. All right. I'll take it. But you're in that sweet spot of the day, I think. Yes. You get the sickest when you wake up and then the sickest at the end of the day. You're probably in that warmed up. You know, you're getting there. You're moment. right. You're, you're kind right. of in the cool zone. Because you did Jim and Sam, yes? Yes. And you're the only, there was no uh, fun celeb there to well, come they, on? Kevin Smith and the uh, the heroin addict guy came in after me, but I had to run. Anthony Kiedis? Uh, Silent, no. Big Silent J. Silent J. Okerson. Silent J. Silent, no. Silent Bob and uh, oh, Skinny right. J. What's his name? I don't know. I think it's just J. Jay, Jay and Silent Bob. Yes, jaywalking. Does Jay, he doesn't talk though, right? No, Bob doesn't talk in the movie, Silent Bob, oh. which is Kevin Smith. I thought it was ironic, like Curly. No, no, he's silent. He says one profound thing at the end, which is a little bit uh, uh, suck your own dicky, if you ask me. Mm. Like, I don't say anything the whole movie, but then at the end, I tie it all together with my one poignant sentence. Yeah. Oh, blow me. You don't see Tarantino doing that. He's just saying dead bleeping storage. Yeah, he's like you know he's kind of a bad guy. Although he seems like a nice so. guy, but he's married to a black woman. Is he? In the movie, in the film. Oh, oh, Bonnie. Yes. Yes. Who they say is headless, but then they show her and she, her head's attached. Headless horseman. Yeah, minus a head. You got a body minus a head in the trunk. Take me to it, and then they show her and her head's attached. Wait, 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 wait. In Pulp Fiction, you're thinking of, of Lamar. What? Phil Lamar. Phil Lamar. The black guy. They shoot him in the head. He's headless. Not the wife. No, but, okay, so the the guy, yeah, the guy that gets shot, Marvin. Marvin. Shot Marvin in the face. They say he's headless, but he's not headless. They show him. He's like, you got a body in the trunk minus a head. Oh. And then they show him, and they show him in the trunk, and his head's fully attached. It's a bit of a miscue or a... Misnomer? Miss, uh, Miss Bliss. Miss America. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, that never caught on. Good morning, Miss Bliss. Just kind of rolled in the save by the bell. Nobody said good morning, Miss Bliss. No, and what's strange about it is, uh, I mean, you know, that's how showbiz works. But they all, I like the idea. I think we might have talked about this before. <laughs> they all lived in Indiana. So Zach, ah. Lisa, Screech, and Mr. Belding all finished middle school, packed up, and flew. The, I've never heard this. this is packed a, great a grip point. and head to Los Angeles yeah. together. They took a high, uh, high plane and a low train and got off to the beach in Bayside. I love the idea of two best friends, three best friends, being like, "Hey, principal, what do you say we all move to California?" Right, you the principal right. there, or maybe Mr. Belding got the gig first and he brought his favorite. Uh, <laughs> You know, nerd, black, and cool guy. Filipino, yeah. by the way. No, he's Hispanic. Zach Morris? What? Filipino. Get out of here. Ariel, what's her name? Uh, Susan? Auntie, what is it? Uh, Annabelle? What Alexa. The fuck's her? Alexa, 
Is or is not Zach Morris a Filipino? There's no way she's got that one. Wait, wait. He's Alexa, Filipino. We got is no. Mark Paul Gosseler Filipino descent. I she don't doesn't know, know that, that one. one. All right. Well, Shelby, plug in. Yes. Shelby, if you're listening, we love you. You're great. You're very handsome, and you're a sweet man. Good lips. Plug in. Tell them what they... <laughs> that, give the people what they need to know. He's not a halfy. He's like a semi. I don't know. Quarter, wow. an ace. I don't know. But he, they dyed his hair blonde to make him look you know, like a surfer bro. I knew he had black hair, but his roots were horrible. Good movie. Oh, God. Good band. But... uh he was uh he doesn't look Filipino like Rob Schneider is half Philippine. No kidding. Yeah, they, they, whenever they talk about Asian, he, that's why they say he the new guy is the first full Asian on SNL. Oh, Rob Schneider was a half. No, or maybe a oh, quarter. Wow. But he's got a little Philippine in him. Okay. Yeah, Phil Lamar. Uh, who the fuck is Phil Lamar? That's Marvin. Is he in something else? He's on Mad TV. Ah, I thought you just knew Marvin's name from just being Marvin. Oh, no, no. I'm like, no. you bust out Bonnie's name, I'll suck your ass. Yeah, well, she didn't have any speaking. I don't no, think. she just goes, <gasps> Right. Yeah. Hey, Marvin. Remember that he turns around with the gun? He's got the thick uh, New York you got to have an opinion. Yes. You think God came down from heaven? I shot Marvin in the face. Oh, This man. is the valley, Vincent. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's fun because when you watch that movie as a kid, you don't know anything about L.A. So you're like, where are they? The oh, Valley, yeah. Redondo Beach. I don't right. know what the hell's going on. Right. By the way, oh, well, we got a lot to get into, but I, I, let me just say this. I did Comedy and Magic Club in Redondo Hermosa. Beach. Hermosa Oh, it's Hermosa, yes. Yeah. Uh, That's where Jackie Brown is. Sorry. Oh, really? Or it's where he has the, that's where he's, uh, not Jackie Brown, but uh, Sam Tucker? Jackson's character. Oh, yeah. Right, right. Oh, he ain't in Hermosa Beach. No, no, that was the hood. He's in Compton. There you go. So, uh. Sam Petuin. But yeah, Hermosa Beach, you, you know, I had a gig there at eight. You pull up and it's like, whoa, what is this place? It's like heaven on earth. The, the, the ocean is twinkling in the distance and the sun is setting and it's clean and everybody's good looking, all these hot kids running around and. Everybody's on a scooter or holding a skateboard. It's like out of a movie. I love a hot kid. Big fan. Don't Epstein. you just want to spread open a kid and show him the business? Uh, I think uh, that would happen in the Michael Jackson doc. There was some spreading. Oh, yeah. But uh, I believe them. <laughs> Either way, you show up and it's like this club. You're like, how can a club work here? Because, you know, you always hear a comedy about pain and anal and all this. And, uh, <laughs> pain and know. anal. That's a fucking tag team. <laughs> yeah. Pain and anal in the morning. The Legion uh, of Boom. And anal leads to painal. But uh, so you show up, you're like, who needs a laugh here? These people are all rich and handsome and tan and surfing. And anal. you show up, this club is from 1978, Seinfeld and Riser and Shanling. And, and Leno, don't forget Leno. Leno, my was he God, there? the Leno. He wasn't, it was a Saturday, he comes on Sunday. All right, I and come on Sundays. <laughs> I came today. And uh, yeah, so it's just bananas, like they got the old 70s uh floor pattern and jake johansson's there i'm chucking it up with him larry miller's there what yeah it was a who's who of, of who's cares and the crowd is hot hot it's just older whitey just i well, we're having a great time on the beach now what about the clean did the clean bother you they want you clean there. you gotta I don't be care clean, for the clean but i recommended you i recommended mackie oh, i've been there for many times oh you have oh of course oh, they didn't recognize the name oh jeez. but uh yeah i talked to the old guy mike and you're like this is where a comedian was and all that right oh man that club is magical it's like 
It's the tr- Comedy and Magical Club. It truly is a special place. I can't believe any of this works. The food is great. They give you a little zip drive of your act. and Yeah. Ah, such a special room. And it's the home of my favorite uh, line of all time in any film. Why can't you do what you do and I do what I do? It's just about being together. I just ah, want to be with you. Ah, yes. Is, there's so much... Um, Zen life yes. lessons in that conversation. If I ever meet Seinfeld, well, I met him briefly, but if I ever talk to Seinfeld, I'd like to say that one dumb line in that green room has meant so much to my entire life. I've based my whole life around just you saying that to rock. They argue over who wants to go first. That is a very you line. But he says, it's just about being together. I just want to be with you. Is it Shandling he's talking to? He's talking to rock because they're arguing over who wants to go last. Uh-huh. And then Jerry says to Chris, he's like, well, why can't you do what you do and I do what I do? It's uh-huh. just about being together. I just want to be with you. Wow. Very list uh, moment. Oh, yeah. When I was a drunk, I would always write, it's just about being together everywhere, all oh, over the walls and Everett. And it was like, oh, my God, my, <laughs> my, my, my yearbook quote, the whole thing. Oh, boy. Not my year. It came after my graduate high school. I don't want anyone to tweet me and be like, wait, how old are you? Right, right, right. But yeah, uh, yeah I used wow. to always say that. That's adorable. What it is. I mean, it's like he sums up all of life in a casual green room conversation. Yeah, he's a deep dude. And it's like deeper on so many levels. It's like the entire Republicans and Democrats and Earth and Russia and America and climate change and your mother's cunt. It's all about why can't you do that and I'll do this? I just yeah. want to be with you. Yes. It's just about being together. Wow, good and point. At the end of all of it, I used to always talk about it when I was drunk. I'd be like, ah. but now I'm sober. That's what it's all about in the end. Like on our deathbeds, you're talking about credits and the whole thing, but the real fun is just the car ride right. or the podcast. It's about being together. We got to all together. be together. Right now, we're being together. We're together. And it's breakfast. By the way, this is the earliest we've ever recorded. It's uh, fucking 8.25 a.m. We just had breakfast together. That was really sweet. That was nice. It's about eating breakfast together. It really worked out because I had the breakfast on the way here in a bag, and I was like, oh, I got to eat this in front of them? Yeah. And then you showed up with breakfast and all I had came oatmeal. together. Um, you do what you do, I do what I do. Yeah. Say something, because i got to send a quick text about this plan I have in a minute. Uh-oh. All I right, thought I well, fucked up, and the I guys come s- early. We were talking about the movie Comedian. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld just got sued by the director of the documentary. What? Christian Char. I don't know. I don't want to get too into it, but it was in the paper, or the, the internet, or whatever you want to call it. It's out there. And he won. Seinfeld won. What was he suing for? Well, the guy claims that Jerry and this guy director guy says that they came up with comedians and cars together and it was oh. like a mutual thing and then 10 years go by or nine years go by and he's like oh, maybe i'll uh, bring that back and so simon just shot it and the guy was like hey that was our idea so simon gave him a couple bucks and then the guy waited five years for the show to get picked up uh-huh. by netflix okay. and he's like wait a minute i want some of that cheddar and he goes well Legally, you have a, you had a five year contract to say something, wow. and he didn't say it in five years, and that was it. Interesting. Yeah, that so. does feel like. So he got him on a technicality, he stole got on, his idea, and then took it. Well, he got him on a technicality, it, but. but apparently the guy was like, "Yeah, do it, go nuts." You know? Ah, I see. And then he's like, "All right, I'll make the show," and he yeah. made it without him, and then the show got millions of dollars on Netflix, and then he's right. like, I want a piece. Well, that guy can't be rolling in the dough. I haven't no. heard of a second film that he's made. No, he hit me up once about hanging out. What? Yeah, we fucked. No kidding. No, he was just like, hey, we met at a bar over here, and uh, he was like, hey, what are you doing? Maybe we could do something. And in my head, I was like, this is the comedian guy. I'm in. Wow. But then nothing came of it. By the way, I saw a, fil- a foreign film called uh, Monos. Like the, like, the illness? Like the kissing disease, Yeah. yeah. 
and uh, terrific film. You got to go foreign or documentary to see a good movie these days. Oh, yeah. Tell me about it. But it's really good. And I also saw Ad Astra. And, and I wish they would add some excitement. Woo! I tweeted that. Well, they uh, they really pumped it up wrong. That movie looks mm, like a big uh, a wrong pump. Interstellar, uh, you know, Martian space epic. I hate all those movies, by the way. Oh, all right. You didn't like Interstellar? I didn't care for Interstellar. The Galaxy one with Sandra, the girl from the bus. What's that one? Oh, uh, Galaxy. Gravity. Gravity. Gallagher. I didn't care for that one. Yeah. And uh, I'd like to smash it. Uh, and then <laughs> that one was okay. It was like whatever. I don't like space. I guess I, I like think... space if they pull off space. Pull off space. If they, office yeah, space. A, a Russian. Uh, oh, I see. Office space. I love. Love that. Space I, balls. I like. Love space balls. You got the bleeps, the sweeps, and the creeps. I think a space comedy is good. We should write a comedy that's about space. Eh, I don't have any space here. I need a bigger <laughs> apartment. But yeah, you're right. Space sucks. It's no good. It's it's just vast and boring. It's just black nothingness. Yeah, I don't mind blacks. I don't want to put it out no. there that we don't like blacks. We just don't care for space blacks. Yeah, yeah, space blacks. Now there's work. a film. Space blacks. Yeah. yeah what you a... doing here on my moon, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the the ship could have rims. Uh, <laughs> a rim ship. Rim job. All right, well, that'll okay. get us a letter. Uh <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny if we got letters? Yeah, that'd be fun. I'd I like that. During the Chappelle run, he did that Bigsby thing with the blind supremacist. That was the first first episode. Is that right? Yeah, that was wow. the final sketch on the first episode. It blew my tits off. Yeah, well, it was. Uh, he said he showed there was some 2020 thing with Barbara Wawa, and he showed like him dumping out a big burlap sack of hate mail. Wow. And I'm being like, wow, people wrote letters. That's how I, they put a stamp on it and everything. Wow, that's fun. I would like to get one of those nice where you... And then you cut open the letter. Letter it always opener. seemed fun. Yeah. My mom had one of those. I remember being like, you got a weapon on your desk. Yeah, my grandmother had one too. But it's a knife. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. What can you do? Um, but the space, Star Wars, I loved as a kid. Looking at it back at it now, it's not so hot. There's got to be something spacey that Star I like. Star Wars, I never really loved. You know what I enjoyed was uh, Life Who? with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. I love Gyllenhaal the most. Life? It was called Life, and it was a bad name. It should have been called Calvin, because it was about a monstery thing called Calvin. It came oh. out, I think, two years ago, two summers ago. I never even heard of it. I think it was, Life is Eddie Murphy. It was pretty good. That's another. That's Martin Lawrence. And Eddie Murphy. Are those different guys? Uh, Bernie Mac. Um, he's, a, he's around, huh? But that one I remember liking and think it was good. But this Ad Astra, it's just Apocalypse Now in space. It's the same movie. It's oh, crazy. Weird. What, That's wild. War? Asians? Well, there's not Charlie? a war. It's not, of course, this different things. But Robert Duvall's in it. What no, is an Ad Astra? I feel like the name is off-putting. I don't know. Uh, you don't I know. I think it's a star, I guess. I have no idea. They don't really explain it. I think it's, it's time to subtract Astra. Yeah, I'd like to subtract uh, my experience from my life. Yes. Divide. And conquer. Um, Thank you. It wasn't uh, it wasn't great, but very Apocalypse Now-y. And, uh, I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. Well, speaking of Apocalypse Now... You got a call from your landlord. Oh, yeah. I told the story. By the way, how hurtful <laughs> that that episode's been out. Not one person's tweeted and been like, hey, what happened with the landlord? Uh, I guess we went off on an anal tear. I didn't finish the uh, story. Please. But now nah, they're not even going to remember. All Who cares? right. All right. The landlord, I got a three-year lease. I was all worried because the landlord, I, I was worried about oh, the car. Right. Then I dropped off the car. And as soon as I dropped off the car, the landlord's like, we need to talk. I don't think I ever put a button on my ass. No button. 
And uh, anyways, eventually he called back while I was on the train that I bought six tickets for. Didn't even use one. I remember that. And then uh, he was like, yeah, I just wanted to sign a three-year lease. You're an ideal uh, candidate. What do you call it? Tenant. Tenant. And uh, we love you. And thank you. And so it was a nice relief and is all worried for nothing. That's the end of that story that no one wanted to hear anyways. All right. I might kill myself. You're in in Queens for another trifecta. Well, and they're, uh, I'll get into the rest of it later. They're raising the rent. They're raising the rent, but they're lowering the roof. the roof. Uh, <laughs> they got a second floor on that puppy. Oh, yeah? I'm going to have a two-floor suite. Wait, what? Yeah. It's crazy. You're getting another floor? There's a space below us. And, space uh, balls. Yeah, space uh, below me. I will. Uh, so he's going to put down a stairwell. We're going to have a whole second apartment. I'm going to have what? a two-bedroom, two-bathroom fucking monstrosity down there. You're never leaving this place. I might build a podcast studio and charge people to use it. Now we're talking. There's I know. 38 comics in your block alone. That's a good point. I could have Stone and DeVito and uh, Brendan Ayer. Check them out, by the way. Rad Dude Cast. Great podcast. What do they do it out of there? Uh, the only problem is you're going to have a bunch of mooks and meeks coming in and out of your house. I'm not going to do a podcast studio. Uh, Who am I kidding? But I thought about putting a gym down there, but Sarah's like, ah, I don't think. But I'm like, hey, why don't we each save uh, 80 bucks? Get a Bowflex. A Bowflex, uh, a tray of tables. Uh, what do you call that? Uh, a rack. A rack. She's I don't got a rack. Yeah, sort of. What do you call <laughs> um, what do you call that? What are you thinking of? Uh, weight Nordic track? No, the weight, the be- the thing with the weights on it. Uh, weight rack. Weight rack. A weight rack. A weight rack. Yeah, okay, yeah. there's a weight rack, a weight bench, and a weight watcher. Um, wait a minute. <laughs> I don't know. It's early, folks. Uh, so what, now, tell the people what happened. You're uh, somebody kicked off in your family, or what? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, we get some condolences. It's nice. You get some tweets. Right. I didn't want to. I don't. I don't want to burden people. Like. People go, There's no burden. They write, hey, sorry about your dead granny, you faggot, and uh, uh, good luck. <laughs> I sound like my aunt uh, <laughs> on the other side. But uh, isn't that weird? You have two sides. Two sides. To your family. <laughs> you got your mom's side, your dad's side, and then every now and then they connect and meet, and it's weird. It's like Bizarro Jerry. Oh, yeah. That's, that's what a wedding's all about. Yeah. Then you got four sides. She's got her two sides. I got my two sides. We got four sides. Oh, LGBT. Then I, then I got comics. We got five sides. It's like a Trivial Pursuit. It's a uh, bunch of pie pieces. Yeah, then you got you to gotta watch these people collide, and it ain't pretty. No, it isn't. And uh, most of them aren't pretty. No. Her not, side or mine. Not the comics either. But but my, I have no, I only have one side. My dad's side is they're estranged or dead. What? Yeah, it's a sad situation over there. We got one Damn. side. But that one side is huge. The mom. It's like a 48-sided fucking... Die? Yeah, I hope so. I hope some of them do. (laughs) At least she, uh, she's holding on like she's making up for it. Yeah, he's got to be part of that family. Yeah, you Irish, you like to spawn. Oh, there's a lot of people over there. It's the booze mixed with the the fucking is cheap. It's it's a whole. It's great. There's like Catholic. There's like 37 people in my family. It's wild. Wow. And they're together all the time. I think I talked about this before. When I was a kid, people were like, we're having a family reunion. I was like, family reunion? My entire family is together every single Sunday. That's fascinating. No, no, not, no option to not be there. It was wow. like 25 people every single Sunday my whole life. Yeah, you talk about your Uncle Dale like I talk about Veter. Oh, yeah. Uncle Dale's like my bro. He's my buddy. Weird. My uncle's like, hello, it's a coworker. How you doing? Hot out, eh, you cunt? You know, it's very uh, distant. No, Uncle Dale was like part of the Boston comedy scene. Everyone called him what? uncle. They're like, his uncle. Yeah, he that was is... as much a part of the scene as wow, anybody. It's crazy. They all know him. What? He was around. We drank. It was fun. And you like him. 
We had a great time. I love him. He's the best. He's one of the funniest people I've ever met in my life. If I saw my uncle at a grocery store, I'd hide under the <laughs> poultry. Oh, I'd fucking stick my dick in his ass and would watch what? a film together. That's a great relationship. Oh, he's the best. Uncle Dale's the fucking number one. I'm jealous. Yeah, he's a hell of a man. My uncle was a racist cop. Oh, I'm not saying he's not racist. I'm just saying he's a great guy. <laughs> no, he's not racist, but he's a fireman with a huge cock. Huge. Really? Piece. And he's like 4'8". I know. I've seen him. He's one of these little guys with huge calves, big forearms, and a cock the size of my leg. Isn't that so? You can't, you can't get a read on a cock. <laughs> you really can't. It's like... Uh... Undercover cock. Oh, yeah. It's an undercover cock. That's got to be a film. That's There's a porn, no way that's not least. a porn. At undercover cock. Porn. Yeah. Hey, we're here to sell you some uh, siding. Just kidding, I'm a cop. And uh, uh, no, uh, I don't know that flew, but yeah, you know, hey, pull over, or you know, I'm a cop. You wearing a wire? Kind of. <laughs> oh, God, it's but, not a wire. It's too small. Oh yeah, good it's got to be. You wearing a pipe or something? You got a rifle. Oh, what about what's the thing? The baton. Nightstick. Hey, oh, I'll show you a nightstick. Yes, nightstick. Undercover cock. That's got to be a porn. Alexa, is uh, undercover cock a porn? Oh, nothing. Damn. She's still trying to figure out Zach Morris. She's jerking off up there. All um, right. So yeah, I did all right, you get into some story. I got a couple little little nuggets. All right, I'm all right, all right. Well, there. I'll just tell the grandma story real quick, and then I'll, I'll oh, yeah. uh, avert my gaze. Sex. Roll her old bones over here. Yeah. So uh, I did the Sacramento punchline, and my grandma has been on the outs for five years. I mean, it was the whole thing where she's like, "Hey, I'm not booking her anymore." <laughs> it's the whole thing where she, you know, I'd show up, and she's like, "Who are you?" You know, and I was like, "Who do you Netflix?" But uh, that was a Jim Norton joke. But yeah, so she's uh, she's just been out dementia. Oh, I see. And you got to feed her, you got to wipe her ass, you got to blow her. It's the whole thing. And uh, (laughs) so she's in a home, and uh, I guess I'm in a home too. We're all at home, (laughs) technically. But you know what I mean. I'm gonna have twice as big a home. Yeah, that's right. Two floors. So uh, it's been a long time coming, and my dad goes up there every week just to be with her and all that. And eventually calls me and he goes hey uh it's not looking good like she might not make it through the night she might not make it by tomorrow she'll be dead who knows i'm just letting you know and i'm like all right geez louise and you know you, you've, you've prepared because it's been so long of this right and uh so then the next day sure enough i get a text at like seven in the morning she passed it was in her sleep it was uh you know what do you call it gentle What's the yeah, word? Subtle. Subtle. Uh, Gentle. Uh, peaceful. Peaceful. Yes, peaceful. Yes. Easy feeling. Piecemeal. Five easy pieces. So you go, all right, well, that's sad. So my brother, this is what got me. I'm at a strip mall in Sacramento. I'm in the middle of nowhere. I'm walking to the Crunch Gym. Ooh. It's like a 15, 20-minute walk. I'm walking. My, me and my brother texting. He's like, I'm here now. It's a sad state of affairs. We're all crying. And I'm like, ah, oh, that geez. sucks. But I'm like, all right, I'm okay. I'm okay. And then he keeps going. And my brother, is a, he's a closed pamphlet. Sure. He doesn't give anything away. He's hard as nails. Okay. And he goes, I'm so sad, man. And it's like, whoa. that You don't see. He's, he's not a vulnerable cat. Right. And uh, I was like, oh, yeah, it's all very sad. And I'm trying to, you know, just, ah, I, I like to avoid. Yeah, of course. I, I want to push away. I'm a big avoider. Love avoiding. So I go, ah, yeah, you know, it's a sad day. What can you do? And he, he just keeps going. He's like doubling down. He wants to talk, which is so rare. And I'm not used to this. Right. That's not the Norman way. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. What are you going to do? And he's like, 
It makes me think about mom and dad dying. Oh, and once yes. he said, I read that, and I was like, ah! I got my hand on a pillar in a strip mall. People are walking by with like bags of laundry and groceries, and I'm like, ah, ah. I, 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 waterworks. I lost it. I'm in my gym shorts and my dumb uh, comedy club t-shirt. Oh just boy, weeping on a on a sidewalk or a strip mall. Ah. So it was not a pillar of strength. No, no pillar of sadness. And uh, boy, him him showing his emotions is very ad normand. Hey, that's uh, a bad album. Ad Astra. Uh, um, ad Astra. Yeah, I get a lot. Like, Sarah gives me that a lot. The oh. parents. I'm not ready for the parents, and I'm like, stop bringing up my parents dying, know, you fucking kook. Yeah, we got a couple years, you idiot. Shut up, you cum stain. But he just <laughs> kept pushing it. Well, because they're you know that it's like the death of the grandparent yes. is like now the parent is is next. And then when the parents go, now it's like, oh, yeah, we're next. Now we're next. Good I, point. I felt that I think I upset my mother when I got married. I was like, the next time we'll all be together is a funeral. And she's like, Jesus, Ooh. what are you saying that for? And I was like, oh, sorry. I don't know. It's like plane crashes. Certain things you're not supposed to comment right, about. Right, right, right. But you're, that's, uh, that's, the, that's the sad thing. That's the thing. Breaks. But yeah, we're all going to. But I never worry about the parent dying because I'm always afraid I'm going to die. Ah. I'll deal with that when they die. I'm like, I'm scared I'm going to die any minute. Interesting. Yeah, I don't. I'm the other way. I don't think about me dying. I think about them dying. And then how? Then it's just you. And then my brother had a kid, so you start thinking like, "Wow, the grandma's gone, the kid is here. Like it's just life. It just keep. And then eventually she'll die, and she'll have a kid, and that kid will. You know, it just keeps going. The circle of life. At some point, every single person on Earth right now will be gone. Yes. And in the grand scheme of things, not very long from now. No, just, no like, just a blip. Whoop, just a quick blip. I mean, think about the Middle Ages and the Renaissance and the cowboy time and the uh, recovery or whatever, the Great Depression, all over. Those people are all come and gone. And they all got boners. They all farted. They all got laid. They all ate each other out. They all had a meal. Gone. It's just about being together. I guess so. And cowboy time, another porn name, by the way. Mm. A crazy stat is, uh, or whatever you call it, blurp uh we'll call it a blurp blip uh blurp. no I like blurp all right <laughs> if if all of time was a 24 hour clock uh-huh. human beings got here at 11:59 p.m. <whistles> right, we've been here for a minute where'd you get that and we've already ah they say it, it's out there i, I don't like know it. pepsi can but they it's all we've all just been here for a minute and we're destroying the entire uh, ecosystem yeah. in just that one minute. Two it's pretty seconds. wild. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, because you think about all the time that we've been here, the Industrial Revolution is only the last, whatever, 100 years. Yeah, right. It's pretty crazy. Not to mention the internet came a, a, a half a second ago. Oh, exactly. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, if we're sticking with the actual proper analogy, it's like less than half a second ago. Right. It's like a, a jiffy ago. Yes, which is an actual unit of time. One one thousandth of a second. It's We've certainly talked about this oh, God, quite butter. a few times. Choosy moms choose Jiffy. Uh, but that's uh, that's too bad. But she had a good run. It's like you get sad, I guess, for um, in general, I guess, because it brings the family together and you start to think. But her her death itself, there should be no sadness towards that because that was a hell of a run, 90 years. Yeah, 99. 99? Yeah. Jesus like Christ. Um, um, but yeah, it, it, it puts things in uh, perspective and then you think of mortality in general and then yeah. you're here and then you're gone and the whole thing. But 99 years, we should all be so lucky. I know, I know. And, and she kept going like, what is it? when am I going to die? What's taking so long? I want to die. I want to die. And my dad's like, I know, I know. Like, what do you do? It's brutal, man. Yeah, it becomes a relief. Well, they say the thing about death that takes a long time 
harder on the person dying, but easier on the loved ones. Right. Sudden death, easier on the person dying, but much harder on the loved ones. Interesting. It's a little bit of a flipty flow. It's a sudden death. You don't care. You just die. You went, wow. You died. Yeah. But then I got to deal. If you just drop you dead, I'd have to be like, oh, my God, what do I do with the podcast? How am I going to make up that income? Right, the Patreon. Right. Do I still have the Patreon money? It would be really hard for me. Get Greg Stone to replace. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that's a good point. By the Actually, way, that would be great. Sudden death is like a term in a game show. That's a little harsh, isn't it? Like, we're going to go down to sudden death. Oh, you yeah. Know? That's a bit hard. Hockey, yeah. I mean, boom, Hockey, death. yes. And these are already people fighting. Mm. Maybe there's something there. Uh, I don't know. Probably. It not. sounds like you sound like you're taking a PC angle, though. You're one of those people. I don't think we should be saying death. Well, I don't they should call get, it sudden loss. I don't want to get rid of it. I just want to. I'm just noting that that's ah, pretty heavy. Right, right. It's kind of uh, like when they say friendly fire. You're like, well, the guy died. Right. That's now there's a bit. Oh, you like that's that? Something. All yeah, right. It's got a little more edge to it. I got edge. Friendly fire. Doesn't sound so friendly to me. The guy's got a bullet up his ass, folks. Yes. Hello. Not friendly. Uh, I like that. Yeah, that guy gave me a friendly handshake. That I get. Friendly fire. I got shot in the eyeball with a fucking revolver. I tell you, I went to Friendly's. I had an ice cream with a cherry on top. It was no bullet to the chest. <laughs> there That's it is. Bit. That's a bit. All right. All right. Writing it down. Hey, hey, folks. Yeah, we're talking about erectile dysfunction. It ain't easy, kids. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves and say things like I lost my mojo or, you know, you just avoid the whole thing altogether. You jump out the window, you figure it out later. I had a long day at work. You're fat. Sorry, honey. Not feeling it. I'm gay. But with Roman, it's easy to talk about it with a real doctor who can prescribe real medication. It's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. The doctor will work with you to find the best treatment plan if medication is appropriate, and the Roman folks will ship that puppy to your house in two days free shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Let's get hard again. All right, folks, go to roman.com slash Tuesdays and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but you don't want to tackle anybody with a boner. It could break. Complete that online visit today and connect with a doctor and take care of it. Just go to roman.com slash Tuesdays to get a free online visit and free two-day shipping for the boner pills. That's GetRoman.com slash Tuesdays for a free visit to get started. GetRoman.com slash Tuesdays. And when you get that boner, send me a photo. <laughs> All right, let me just wrap this up, and then we'll get off to your uh, second-floor landlord. We're going to keep that going. So I just got to – just one more thing about L.A. I had so much fun in L.A., and I finally – I think because I did Rogan, I felt like I was in. Right. You know, sometimes you go to the store, you're like, hey, that's a cool play, but this, this ain't my, my shit over oh, here. Oh, I never feel in at the store. Exactly. Mainly because the doormen shout at me like I'm a fucking, like Every penetrating time. a fortress. Every like, Get in time. the back of the line, you fucking nerd. I'm on the show, come guzzler. I know, I told you, I'm like, this is a text from Joe Rogan. Like, they're going to be like, ooh, Rogan, yeah. sorry. <laughs> or you're like, get out of here. I yeah. fucking blew Louie in the 80s. Get out. Exactly. Yeah. You up for Dane, for Christ's sake. Yeah, I know Dane. Cook. 
So, uh, Great Dane. So Too many cooks in the kitchen. I go up. I got, I'm headlining the belly room, which is a lot of fun. I got Ian Lara. I got Dean Del Rey. You know, the whole gang were in that green room. We're shucking and jiving. The set was sold out. The set goes great. Everybody kills. And then you walk out of there. You're like, let me see who's in the main room. Wow. Bill Burr. Sold out main room. Wow. You just get to watch a couple, 10 minutes of Bill Burr. He's got a brand new set cooking after his special. And then he gets off. And I'm hanging out with Santino. I'm hanging out with Josh Potter, a couple of guys. And Burr's like, hey, Mark. And I'm like, hey. He's like, why don't you tell me you're in town? I was like, oh, I don't know. What am I going to text you? I'm coming in town. Ah. And he's like, you could have done my pod. I was like, whoa. Whoa. I thought he had no guests. He has guests? He has a guest every now and then. No kidding. Yeah, he's had Stan Hope on. I think he just had comics. I don't know. But uh, so he goes, eh, well, next time. Do you smoke cigars? And I'm not a big cigar cat, but I said, sure. We go up on the roof of the store. What? Smoke a cigar. It's me, him, Brad Williams. Oh, uh, my God. Can he see over? Huh? Can he see over the ledge? We put him on a stool. And, uh, yeah, it was just great. And we watched. We, we started talking about Adam Sandler because I saw Sandler at the Netflix building. Wow. By the way, Sandler, basketball shorts, flip-flops, dirty T-shirt. Yeah, I don't care for that. Why? He's made it. Uh, this whole thing's weird to me. What do you mean? Well, I shouldn't say anything. I like Sandler. He's great. That's a thing, though. He's like, eh, I just wear what I want. I wear the little shorts. I'm <laughs> well, like, ah, come on. I'm not talking about his act here. I'm just saying, like, it's cool. I'm at Netflix shaking in my uh, New Balances, and he's like, ah, whatever. I'm going to wear flip-flops. Fuck these people. I don't know. It is cool. I think he's amazing. Oh, God. I love him. Something's up. Well, I'm, you never know. I mean, the guy's the nicest guy in the world. He's a nice guy. He's famous for being like the nicest guy in the in the whole planet. So what's the beef? Nah, I got no beef. I'm you just d- saying, put some pants on. All right, that's okay. You're allowed to have that take. No, I have some shorts. I like the shorts. I think I'm just, you know what it is? I'm jealous. I'm projecting. I'd uh-huh. like to wear basketball shorts. And yes, you wear basketball. You wear sweats. Not to the fucking party. I wear a Ted Baker when it's time to get down to business. Yeah, but he doesn't. Uh, they're 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 blowing him. He's not blowing them. Unlike me, I was blowing them. You're blowing them. I'm yeah. not blowing or getting blown. Yeah, I get I'm it. out of the business. You got. I'm over here at the ass. funny farm, going, hey, uh, blow. Well, you've been on Netflix. You want a CD? That's true. Ah, you're in the biz. That's true. And Rogan. That's so, true. So my point is reminded. I'm doing all right. Yeah. Why are you hating on uh, old pajama pants over here? I hate myself. It's projecting. <laughs> I hate myself, and so I got to go after other people uh, that are known for being the nicest person in the world. Well, we got to the bottom of that now, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, I got some problems. All right. We all got problems. I'm sitting in a shit-stained underwear. But either way, you go to Netflix. I go, I'm on the roof, and we, we start talking about Sandler, and Burr goes, oh, he's got a new movie out. And everybody's like, it looks great. It looks great. So he goes, ah, fuck it. And he pulls his phone out. We're all smoking cigars. He pulls his phone out in the night air, L.A., roof, comedy store. We just watch the trailer and go, whoa, whoa. Then we comment on it. It was a great moment. Wow, that's great a good time. Comedy moment. Just watching the trailer, talking about Sandler, smoking the night away, talking about the state of comedy. I it, didn't know there was a roof. I didn't either. They built it. They're doing a comedy store documentary, so they built the roof for wow. the documentary. That view must have been insane because there's no building across. Currently, there's no building across the street. Beautiful. So you got a whole... Down into the uh, you can see Hollywood, downtown, you can whatever. See the sunset, you can see the whole hills. I love the hills. Wow! Oh my eyes. god! So Those uh, Hollywood hills are. Then a you real go back treasure. in. You get another cocktail. Boom! Joey Diaz is on. Like, oh, everybody loves Joey Diaz. Let me watch Joey Diaz. He's murdering. He's such a presence. Mm. So just a great, great show. Great night. Get drunk. Meet up with people. The whole thing. L.A. Next day, back to pitching. I'm out there pitching. That's why I'm there. 
mm-hmm. and uh, bomb every pitch. And on the third pitch of the day, it's Netflix. That's where I saw Sandler. I'm raiding their, Sandler. their snack uh, snack bar or whatever. I get up there and I go, this is the last pitch. This is Netflix. Let's try to bring it. So I bring it. And I'm shucking and jiving. The name of the room, you know they name the rooms after shows? Oh, I didn't know that. You know, like How would I know the, that? They have like the... The whatever room. What's a Netflix show? Uh, the, the Orange is the New Black. Yeah, the Orange is New Black room. Or we'll meet you in the uh, Ozark room or whatever. So we're in the Luke Cage room. Okay. He's like a big uh, superhero black guy. Sure. So the guy walks in, and I'm like, all right, be on. This is it. Let's sell this fucking show. We're out here. I hate myself. I'm gay. Let's do it. He walks in, and I go, <laughs> Luke Cage, huh? This isn't the first time I've been inside a black man. And the guy goes... I go, no good. Well, that bombed. And I go, I've been sitting on that one for 20 minutes, just like him. <laughs> and I'm getting zilt. And my, my manager and the other guy, the showrunner guy's like, what are you doing? Like, they're giving me that look. So then I'm like, well, wait till you see this sizzle, babe. We got a hot sizzle. And the camera, like, the video won't work. It's like glitching. And, oh, I, and it's like geez. showing the ceiling fan, you know? And I go, what is this? The Kevin Hart sex tape? Oh, God. Son that of a bombed. glitch. And then he goes, the the guy, that Netflix guy goes, isn't that crazy that like she's suing him for that? Like he's getting sued for this. And I go, well, if you ask me, it's the funniest thing he's ever done. Oh, and, uh, boy. he goes, yeah, you know, I produced uh, the last four of those specials. Oh, and geez. I was like, all right, well, the Luke Cage asshole comment dug me in a big enough hole, but now I'm in the center of the earth, folks. I think this pot will help. I'm shitting on Adam Sandler and your trash, <laughs> Kevin Hart. I think this will go well. This will be good. They're we'll be big. Big in the business. No, they're not going to listen. So either way, I had to, after that, I had to do a 20-minute pitch to uh, oh. Stonehenge <laughs> over there. I was getting still. I was talking to the Trump wall. What is that, sign language? Huh? Oh, <laughs> what's that? Seven, seven. Is that uh, <laughs> so, oh boy, we were talking about it off air, but the uh, episode, the jacket of Seinfeld. Go, go, pull that up right now. The jacket with Joe Tierney as Elaine's oh, dad. Yeah, when they go yeah. in the bathroom, the our entire show is just George and Jerry in the bathroom hiding from Elaine's dad. Yes, yes. The waiter was trembling. <laughs> I can't go back out there. We'll tell him we're frightened and we have to leave. Oh, uh, yeah. We had a funny guy in Korea. <laughs> oh, boy. What an episode. All right. But, yeah. So you're not, you're not going to be on Netflix. Not going to be on Netflix. But you never know. Sometimes you think it was a bomb and... That guy was furious. Also, I was telling Jim and Sam this today. You think you go, hey, we're going to go pitch a show. That's how Hollywood works. I overheard a lady going, I got to go listen to these guys for like 10. I'll be right back. I'll be right. And then they're oh, talking about me. Geez. Talking about the pitch. We were talking about, I mean, Marin addresses that so well in his uh, TV show. No, no, his uh, keynote speech from ah. 2011. 9/11. Uh, which is online. You can still hear it. It's a fucking amazing Pretty speech. Good. Pretty good. But he talks about that. Like, you got to remember a lot of these meetings, it's just them filling their day. Yeah. These people, the industry, they have to fill their calendar. That's exactly right. And Sarah and I were talking about that. She got asked to do like an industry showcase or something. We were talking about how nothing comes of it, but sometimes it could. You never know. You should do it, blah, blah, blah. But it, that's another thing of like, ah, let's get something to get. They want to, just like we do, like we're like, let's do a, let's get a, let's do a fucking lunch together. We'll yeah. go get lunch or we'll, let's, let's shoot a little video. It's just like, let's fill something up. Let's right, do something so right. we feel like we're doing something. They're like, we'll put together a showcase. Give us some young comics. We'll go out. And for them, 
They go now. I don't want to sound bitter or whatever, but it's like they they get to go out. It's nice. They get some cocktails. Everyone at whatever network, you know, fucking MTV. They're like, yeah, we'll all go out tonight. We'll work all day. We'll go home. We'll shower. We'll go get some cocktails and we'll watch some comics. Right. That's like a big night out. But fills their calendar. But they're not gonna. It's not like they're like. That's our new VJ. Right. He had a killer five-minute set. But that's how we make it sound. Like, oh, I'm going to get discovered. And, and, you know, you work on this pitch you know, night and day. You get the deck together. You get the video together. Somebody edits the video. The whole thing's a ton of money. And then you show up, and they're like, who are you? What yeah. do you have? And you're like, oh, we got this idea. And they're like, why? I don't care. You're well, like, well, it could be a TV show. They're like, oh, why? Why would we buy this? Right. Because like, it's funny. And they're like, I don't care. It's kind of like, we've talked about this before. I used to always feel this way when I would audition for Montreal or even late yes. nights. You submit a tape, you're like this. Just get me on. Just put me on. It'll be great. It'll I be promise. great. I It'll can't. Great. Don't worry about whatever. I swear to God, I'll do great. And I, I won't embarrass that, you. But everybody could say that. But they're not as yeah, funny, Yeah, but maybe. no, they can't. But they don't know that. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> right. Anyone can say it. But you're like, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, trust me. I do yeah. it. I'm, I do it very, I'm very good. Yeah. <laughs> I swear to God, just put me on, I'll do great. But then you sit there and you go, I'm in this pitch. I hate this lady. You know, she's doing that thing where you're doing you're doing your pitch and then you look at her and she goes, ha, ah, like she pops a smile on because she caught you looking at her. Right. Uh, so you just know like, God, she hates this. I hate this. I want to leave. And then you go do Rogan, you go do Dr. Drew, and you, you, your phone's blowing up. You're like, this is where I should be. Right. You go do the store, you're killing you're like, why am I in this dump pit? These fucking yahoos don't get it. Well, another thing to remember, too, is they're all... I just found a hole in my jeans. These are like fucking three weeks old. Damn, um, shit. But another thing to remember is they're all... They're human beings. So a lot of times you're pitching, you're like, I'm bombing. But they're sitting there going, oh, my wife's pregnant. Right, my dad right. broke his ankle. I got to go over there and bring him his air cast and yeah. get him a banana. Grandma's dead. Yeah, so it's like they're they've got their own shit going on. We think of industry as like these superhuman people that know and think things. Nah, not anymore. And uh, but they're you know they got herpes and the shits and uh, sure, ADD sure. themselves. Yeah. Well, it's funny because after the meeting, the last pitch, I noticed in the break room of Netflix they had cereal. So I said, "Hey, manager, agent, that was hell. We bombed. I blew it." I'm going to sit here and eat this cereal and, like, reflect. And they're like, okay. So they left. And I just sat at the counter in Netflix and ate a bowl of cereal and had stole a bunch hey, of bars. That sounds nice. It was nice. And the lady happened to walk by who was in the meeting, and she was like, oh, hey, what are you doing here? I was like, I had cereal. And now I don't give a fuck because I just ate my asshole on, on the, in the pitch. And she was like, oh, all right. Well, what are you up to in L.A.? And now she's eating cereal. We're talking. Oh. And I'm like, I'm doing – she's like, I love Rogan. I used to work on Fear Factor. Tell, tell him I said hi. So I go, hey, Rogan. Now we're having a real thing. There you go. Yeah, it's like it's, – it's much easier. Yes. And there's no show. And now, now I can tell she's like, oh, this guy, I kind of like this guy. Whereas right. Before she was like, this guy's wasting my time. That's, it's, well, that's similar to a lot of things in life. Auditions or stand up, you gotta get to the point where it doesn't matter anymore. It's yes. like I always talk about Shawshank, where he's like, staple your papers there, sonny asshole. That's so true. And it's like, it's when you don't care or you've done it a million times. That's why stand up sets is so important because you do five, 10,000 hours bullshit. And then you're just like, ah, it's whatever. I just do the uh, thing that I do. But pitches, it's like your third pitch ever. Even when right. you do it a lot, it's like 20 times. Yeah, yeah. Think about where you were with 20 sets. Oh, you're God. garbage. Garbage on a hot plate. I mean, the first thousand sets, it's like, yeah, you're trash. Get out of here. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Yeah, it's like a hot date. You know, somebody goes, you two should get together. And then you go out and you're like, it's so forced and weird. But then you see each other three years later at the movies and you go, how you been? And it's right. way better. 
It takes forever. That's like stand up. You get like a lot of young people like, I'm going to try stand up tonight for the first time. Any advice? And you're like, you got to get advice from someone that's done it 10 times. Uh, I want to sound like an asshole. I'm like, I'm beyond giving you advice. Yeah, I got to give help. advice to a four year person. Right. You got to get 800 sets. And I'm like, eh, then we'll start talking. Yeah. Two point. sets, three sets. I don't know. Get up there and fucking you eat even, your asshole and figure something out. Can't even get the mic out. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, you, you got to. You gotta log some hours before. Right, that's a good point. I got Steve Rogers should call me. Be like, hey, well, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People of that ilk, pretty uh, good. Steve Rogers. Speaking of uh, uh, that ilk, I worked with this fella named Pedro Gonzalez. I know I told you about him. You looked him up. Funny, this guy is very funny. Lunch. He's Colombian. Great accent, great joke, great writing, good wordplay and all that shit. Very, very, very good, very funny. A lot of young whippersnappers out there. Was he eight years in, five years? It was hard to tell. He I think was about funny. six. Yeah, he's a like six-year six. guy, and uh, there's him and Steve Rogers and Caitlin Palufo, and that's it. That's about it. Yeah. Uh, Dina Hashim is funny. Oh yeah, she's done some shit already. Yeah, yeah, she's been around. It's but funny. She's a killer, of course. It's all topsy turvy now because I'll be out in L.A. and I'll see some like five year guy, six year guy, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm bigger than this guy. And then he's like, yeah, I'm out here. I just sold a show, and I'm like, oh jeez, like you can't tell anymore. No, you can't tell, and it's also weird. Now I'm like uh, this week I'm celebrating 19 years, which is goofy. Goofy. I met a comic the other day at the stand, like a bringer show. He gets 17. I'm 20 years older than him. 17. Like the it's magazine. crazy. Wow. I mean, Seinfeld was off the air when this kid was born. Oh my! Isn't that Lord. weird? That's like horrifying. these people. This is what we talked. We were talking about this before. It's like it's surprising that people aren't more like us. Oh, you guys, Seinfeld. You guys are doing the thing. They don't even, people listen to the show, they don't know what the fuck Seinfeld is. They've they never even seen it, it. Yeah. You have to be in your 80s to know Seinfeld. They know the Seinfeld show. as Comedians and Cars guy or the guy from modern Seinfeld, the Twitter handle. Right. There's people that think he like stinks. They're like, ah, that old guy that hates colleges. Yeah, he stinks. Yeah, and you're that's like, right. what? Yeah, the show. You're like, he's like top 10 ever, you fucking asshole. And the show's number one. So oh, they're close. Yeah. yeah. These young snappies. Yeah, I know. We're like old. We're old. How about that? That's yeah, weird. It is, but again, it's all—it all blends more now. They—they they used to be uh, cut, clear-cut lines. Now I think it's all blending. Mm. I don't know what that means. I don't either. Well, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> like uh, what, what, what lines? Well, it's like, like I was coke? saying, like there's a five-year guy who's selling a show, and you're 19 years, and you're you're trying to sell a show. Right. I'm saying it's it's not as clear. It used to be like, oh, he's a new guy. Fuck him. Right. Yeah. Every now and then you have an outlier, like an Eddie Murphy or something. Well, now, this is a big difference, I think. With the internet and podcasts, people can figure That's out how you're supposed to be is. doing it. That's what it is. For the first 10 years, I had Boston guidance. I was like, oh, no, you write jokes, and you only have 20 minutes, and you right. don't talk to anybody that's older than you. Right, And right. now, I didn't even think to get a manager. I'm like, a manager? A what? Pitching a show? That's, I'm still recovering from that. Yes, Whereas now they all read a, a success book and they're reading Gullman Podcast. tips and they're listening to our show and they go, okay, here's what you got to do. Right. You got to do this and that and then this. I got to get an agent and get a late night. Not to mention they got crashing. They got knocked right. up or whatever the hell. The comedian. It's all this comedy <laughs> stuff. Like Apatow's got a Shandling doc. Like we didn't have it. We had comedian. The document. Yeah. That was the biggest thing ever. That was the most insidery. Uh, look into comedy of all time. Right. Now there's eight of those every day on Netflix. These young kids got Katherine Heigl to show them the way. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so it's a lot uh, different. And also I was a fucking drunk, fucking self-hating idiot. I'm yeah. Half of that still. Yeah, but, yeah. Just um, drunk left. Or two-thirds maybe. 
Um, but hey, let me tell you about a little, yeah, a mean, little something. Maybe went gone off on the industry there. I know we're wacky and smacky. Sandler, wacky and smacky. That's a good uh, name. Better than pain and anal. <laughs> they replaced them. Oh, I think I had a pain and anal pun, but it went, it passed. Painal and anal. Uh, maybe I tried it and it stunk. Actually. All right. Okay. Pain and enamel. That's a ah, dentist. Paint enamel. Know. I don't know. I got to go to the dentist tomorrow. Back at the dentist. I've been putting it off for so long. I hate it. It's another, just a cleaning, but I just want to kill myself. Another root? No, nah, just a cleaning. But who knows what it leads to? All of a sudden, he goes, oh, you need to have your asshole whitened. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> That's not a bad idea for what I've seen. <laughs> Get it whitened, wiped, and uh, tightened. Uh, well, let me tell whitened you. Tightened. Here's something I've uh, talked about uh, a couple times a lot. I'm gay. Silent Re? No, no, uh, no. Brandy Carlisle. Oh! I'm obsessed with Carlisle. Everyone knows about the Carlisle. Lesbian wonder. Big fan. I'm, uh, she's, uh, she's unbelievable. She's touched my heart and my ass and my cock, and uh, I just... Undercover. Love this, uh, love this artist. So she's playing at the garden. Now, here's the thing I've done a million times. Most cocks are undercover, by the way. Yeah. It's if, rare if to see an uncovered cock. An uncovered cock, you get in trouble for that That's shit. That's true. You get canceled true. for an uncovered cock. Uh-huh. Um, if you're a cock, you got to tell me. That's in, it's entrapment. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's funny. All right. Um... I think we have something there. Maybe we should do that. That should be like a Patreon video. I love it. Undercover cock. And we're just, you know, something something, something happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those movies where you can tell they got the title first. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You ever watch those movies? Of I'm course, like, I think of they course. came up with the title and then I'm trying to think of one. I oh I thought about that with Ad Astra. I think they saw a resemblance between Brad Pitt and Tommy Lee Jones and like, let's write a movie around that. Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, he plays the dad of Brad oh. Pitt. They have kind of some similar looks. I can see that. And so I think they were like, what if we had Tommy Lee Jones be the dad? And then they're like, that's not bad. And they're like, "What? we'll make it in space. People like space. Right. And then they go, you know what movie's great? I watched the other night on Netflix, Apocalypse Now. And they're like, all right, we got it. Yeah. Tommy Lee Jones is Brad Pitt's father. They shoot him to space. And then everything else is Apocalypse Now. And there's your film. That's your picture. Was it any good? Eh, it was fine. I All watched right. it. Here's what I do. Here's this little test for movies I have. All right, movie test. A nice Joe List movie test. We're an hour and 40 minutes in, and I thought if the screen went out, if there was an electrical Ooh. surge, I'd go like this. All right. And head wow, home. Wow, that's good. I don't care. Whatever happens. All right. They get together, and they live happily ever after. He kills him. Okay, he kills him. One of them kills the other one, or they get together. I don't, I don't really give a shit. You weren't invested. No, I was. I enjoyed it enough. It was fine. It was a little stupid. Got it. All Anyways. right. All right. Um, so that's so, all I needed. So Brandy Carlisle is playing at Madison Square Garden now. I feel invested in her success because I heard about her when she was uh, small, playing yes. uh, smaller venues. Uh-huh. And so I've really followed her career in the last couple of years. She's slowly blown up. And so I got to see her at the Gorge back in May, which was Ooh. amazing. Gorge. Uh, we talked about it. it was gorgeous. George. And then I'm going to see it at the Ryman in wow. February. You played there in January. Great, Vin. I can't wait. I've been outside many times, never been inside. It's like the cathedral of music. And then the garden, of course, is like these three huge venues. The garden is the garden. She's really made it. She's made it. She's popped off, blown up, the whole thing. So I bought tickets. The day they went on sale, I bought tickets. I couldn't wait. Wow, I woke up early, got the tickets. That was like six months ago. But the tickets are in the section 218. I don't know. Is that bad? They're not bad, but it's like that second level. We're on like the far corner. Uh-huh. You're happy to be in the room for a show like that. 
But this always happens to me. The time comes, the day of the show, I go. start looking at StubHub. I'm going, maybe uh, we could upgrade. Upgrade. I start looking at the upgrade. I always got to upgrade. It's compulsive. It's a problem. So all day I'm just looking. I'm like, okay, this one's 200. This is 300. Our tickets are whatever. And then it gets to me. I'm, like, I'm going to wait for about two hours out. I'll make my decision. Two hours before showtime. It's 6 p.m. I just rip that Band-Aid off. I go for it. Uh. I find... Section B, uh, on the floor, row seven, seats one and two. Aisle seats, seven row, dead center, <laughs> 400 bucks for the pair. All I right. go for it. I go, I'm going in, baby. But wait, do you lose the other cash? No, I still have the ticket. I bought those six months ago. Hey, so, yeah, I lost the money. You got a scalp. Well, it's not a big scalp event. Here's the thing. She's blown it. She's sold out. But, like, on StubHub, though, my seats are on StubHub for, like, 12 bucks. Ah. It's like she sells out, but she's maxed out at 15000 I see. It's not like people are clamoring to get in. I see. Where the StubHub numbers are, like, below face value. Oh. Like, everyone that has a ticket is holding on to their ticket. Uh-huh. So the ticket people, the people that get the tickets and sell them at a higher price, they're going, fuck, we're, they're losing money here. Right. Because nobody, it's not that, she's not at that level yet. Got like it. Pearl Jam... If you want to buy a ticket on the secondary market, it's like 800 bucks, 400 right. bucks. But she's at mid-level still. Good. Good for so you. So I bought 400 tickets. So I just ate the other ticket. I've done this so many times where I have four tickets and only two of us going. So I texted a couple people, Sam Surprise. Ruddy, a few people. Go, yes. Anyone want to go to this show? Your silent re is going to get hurt if you keep eating these tickets. Ah, uh, you got a good point there. With the train and now this. So it's crazy. So we go there and now I'm pumped. Because I'm just i like, forget about the money. The money's gone. It's 400 bucks, whatever, plus the 100 I spent on the year. It's about 500 bucks for this thing. All right, all right. But I always feel this way. I've said it before. I'm never going to be like, oh, if I just had that $500, I might I be I might be poor some way. Yeah. But when you get to the garden oh, yeah. and then you get off the escalators early before everyone else and go, oh, I'm in here. And you go to those floor seats, you show them that ticket and they go, you're right down. And then you come in the back end, like far from the stage and you just walk and oh, walk you're and walk. walking. It's like uh, George sitting behind the dugout. I'm right. still going. He's still going. <laughs> we go all the way down. Seventh row. Wow. You think you died and went to heaven, baby. And we're sitting there and uh, Mom's Mabley's opening or no, who is it? Uh, uh, she's around? No, not Mom's Mabley. The other Mama's Staples. The Mavis Staples. I don't know. Mavis Staples. Oh, she's a legend. She's great. She's all up right. there ripping it. She's rolling on a river the whole thing i like staples. and it's great and you're seven rows and now these brandy people it's all these people that follow every it's like the same people i saw at the gorge and the last few times i've seen it. it's like these these packs of lesbians for lack of a better term <laughs> that they just they love her and they're everywhere yeah and now and, and all the straight guys you see were all dragged in by their girlfriend but we're flipped Sarah's ah. like, okay, I got to go see Brandy Carlisle. My gay husband's obsessed with Brandy. And so that? she's kind of like, okay, here we are. I mean, she enjoys it, but I'm like, I got my Brandy shirt on. Uh. I'm crying. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> we need a term for packs of, you know, the, the pack of sharks is a school or pack of uh, crows is a murder. What a murder. Think, a murder. What do you think lesbians would be? I don't know. I'm thinking softball team. Well, I don't want to hurt any feelings. I get very nervous. Oh, I don't want to hurt any feelings either. I'm just we've been saying horrible things all year. Okay, maybe a dyke murder. Horrible. What? A dyke murder? Ah, well, you you you're reusing murder. Oh, I can't you reuse. Well, you got to they got their own. A school of fish, a, you know, a flock of seagulls. Okay, I see what you're saying. Gays are a, a, a either parade or. Or a musical. But a parade is a thing. Isn't it a parade of elephants or something like that? Oh, all right, all right. Yeah, you're probably Cavalcade. right. Cavalcade. Pride of lions. Gay pride. 
Gay pride would be good. A gay pride, but you can't, if you're not reusing, I don't know. Maybe yeah. the C-3PO's, that's just what I see in the mirror. I'm not a good improviser. <laughs> I think uh, you're pretty good. Well, there's a bunch of C-3PO's around us. All right, all right. Um, I was thinking, I'm going to go a softball team, but it's a little long. A softball team? Okay, sure. Well, there's softball teams up the ass, I mean, everywhere. Yeah. What about right. maybe a scissor of ladies? Oh, there that it is. Are we pounding now? <laughs> never, what is that? I don't know. I was so proud of you. Oh. A scissor of ladies. <laughs> All right. Well, there's scissors everywhere. I love it. Okay. And um, a labia, a hatchet wound. All right. Now I'm just naming vaginas. Well, there's, there's scissors everywhere. I'm pumped. I'm ex- I hope she never hears it. It's like, I, got I want. It. Oh, hit me. Dildos. A dildo of ladies. Okay. A strap on. I thought we decided on scissors. Right, I, got a scissors pi- I almost got a scissors. pound. Our first pound I've ever got. All right, you're right. Scissors. Also known as a hashtag. Gashtag. I like that. All right. That's nice. Keep it moving. Planned Parenthood will remove those for you. <laughs> if you have a gashtag, they uh-huh. zip it off. Anyways. Yes. Zip it up and zip it out. We sit there, <laughs> seventh row, and uh, I'm just so pumped. And then she comes out, and I got to tell you, and this is embarrassing. Yeah. But this has happened before at these Brandy Carlisle shows for me. In the garden, the lights go down. It's whoa! I said I the lights go down, on. and then that light. Oh on. wow! That was wild. If you're watching the video, go to the YouTube and oh. watch that. That was a big moment. Get on the YouTube. You're missing half the battle. And subscribe to the YouTube and you Patreon. That, you got that right. So she comes out. The music comes down. The lights go down. You know, that moment at a oh. concert is one of the great moments oh. in all of life. It's it's like when the bra comes off slowly. The panties come down. Exactly. It's it's amazing. You better get fucked. And the band comes out first, and you're so excited. Everyone's going crazy, and I'm getting like emotional. And then she comes out and does this like, I made it. I'm at the garden. And to like live that moment with her, it was pride. I can't Whoa. tell you what else it was, but pride. Beautiful. I start crying. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm so, because I feel invested. It's like I've been on this ride with this woman. And also, there's something to the fact that she's so little, and you're that close. You see her. It's not like you're watching a stage in the distance. Right. You can see her and her. She's a petite woman is she and she comes out and it's like fifteen thousand people going crazy and this is where i'm like a i'm a i'm a secretly woke i like to throw the language around here but i'm a real woke douche i mean we're a couple of liberal cucks and uh she comes out and it's like uh because she's a small woman and gay i just think of like how much this woman has like been through overcome ah. and she's been around forever she's not right. like an overnight success she's got six albums wow finally breaking and to see we're on a similar journey uh, look at that in the business you know where you've been through it and up and down and over and out I and uh it. It, it, it's still uh, a man's world after all and sure. she comes out and she's just this little like Ooh, and just goes <laughs> Wow! And everyone's just going nuts, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" Uh, and you you have that moment beautiful. where you're like, "You did it! Yes, you did it! You kept going! You fucking you were a little kid, and you learned how to play guitar, and you wanted to be a musician, and you were this rock and roll." And she's stuck between she's part a little bit country, she's a little bit grunge, she's got some rock and roll, she's got all this stuff. She kept writing and pushing and going and going and going, and, and all of a sudden, she talked about playing Mercury Lounge, and they had Whoa. all their stuff stolen, just like Sarah and I's luggage Whoa. was stolen. Oh, look at that! She played Mercury Lounge, she comes out, and like all their shit's gone, and uh, she's got right? these two twins that play guitar and bass in the band, and and they would like she'd give split her money with them, wow. and they were like they would busk and stuff, and they would just sneak the money back into her thing because she was so broke. Oh. 
They must come, come from some kind of money or something. I'm getting whimsy here. Oh, I was so whimsy. And then the show just rocked. I mean, she wails and she kills. I mean, it's an amazing show. I can't wait to see it again. And there's something, like I said, it's like, I don't want to sound like it, but just the size of this no, small I'm with you. person. I get it. I get and like, it. she's doing the garden. And I'm like, I got emotional. I'm like, you did it. She made you it. You fucking did it. Wow. And she did it the right way. Yes, and, uh, on and, talent. And, and, and such a, it just seems like such a good person. And uh, I want to say all these things to her, but I'm afraid she'll listen to the podcast and hear us say Scissor and Dyke. And well, maybe she's into it. She, she's a tough chick. She's obviously tough enough to make it this whole way and fought her way through with a machete and cut all through that labia and pubes, uh, and she got there. Yeah, and I think she knows we're kidding. We're good well, people. But, yeah, uh, yeah. But man, what a uh, what a show, killer show! And, and uh, you were there for it. You I, got to witness some of the rise, some of the ride on. and the rise. And I'm like, I've been on that stage too, which is another ah, weird thing. And that uh, interesting. just an amazing show. And I can't wait for the Ryman. And folks, if you're not on board with this dame, I mean, you got to get in there. I mean, wow. she's a tremendous. The, the her lyrics are just tremendous. And then that's a lot of the songs and stuff. And she sings the song, the story, and all these things. And you're just like, man, you fucking did it you son of a bitch do you get a little resentful going like because now she'll probably be blowing up soon like mainstream if mm -hmm. she's not already yeah she is okay well do you get a little bit like hey i was there where were you guys earlier there's fuckers? a little bit of that but that's a weird ego thing that doesn't make sense and uh i feel like uh i've had that before and you but her thing she's touched me so much that i have to just you just go with it yeah I feel that way with pearl jam sometimes i'm like who are these you hear people be like i hope they play alive <laughs> and right, i'm like get right. out here you fucking yeah. loser i've been coming to 45 shows that's how i felt when i met carlin i was in line and to, for the book signing everybody's going he was in bill and ted oh, like, oh you have no idea you fucking chooch but um i got i got i think i gotta start to wrap up yeah here. well that was beautiful man that was a great little uh crescendo what Justin a trudeau what a show in rock and roll and uh i love the the power of rock and roll like oh, you're yeah. touching my life you got your finger right in the pulse of my asshole and they say it's dead but she's selling out the garden so something's cooking yeah i mean there's there's still great rock and roll i'm going to see white reaper in a few weeks you should come along to that i would like to see white reaper it's ari and his lady i've never even seen her in the flesh i've never uh, either i met her once but whatever i don't think she's real uh let's all go if you're listening go to white reaper november 5th at i think it's the Bowery, maybe I think. Oh, it's in the city. Great. I'll. Can I bring uh, the lady? Fifteen bucks. Yeah, it's date night. We'll do a triple date. Oh, let's do it. All right. Come out, gays, and tell them. Uh, tell them we sent you. I listened a little. They 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 rip. Oh, they're killer. They're killer. I got Nick Griffin in there. I'm, I'm a tweet tweet at White Reaper and say, hey, Joe List's a big fan and uh, he's spreading the anal. All right. Well, spread those kids' cheeks, folks. And uh, I'm going to listen to a little Carlisle. I, I gave it a shot once, and I was like, I like this, and then just never did it again. Oh, she's tremendous. I mean, it's just really means a lot to me. But uh, wait, wait, right. let's let's uh, let's suck each other's dicks here. I got to go. Where am I this week? I'm at uh, Appleton, Wisconsin. What the hell is that club? Skyline. Skyline, Skyline. Comedy Club. Did you do an album In there? Appleton. I did my album there. I think I might bring CDs if you want to buy one. Come on out. I'd love to sell some tickets to that. My numbers are humiliating. Uh, come to Appleton uh, Skyline Comedy Club. And then uh, the week after that, God, I don't even know where I'm going to be. I'm in Albany soon, Des Moines, Iowa, uh, Burlington Coat Factory in uh, Vermont. I'll be there. Uh, Hilarities, December 5th through the 7th. 
Uh, Laugh Boston, November 29th, 30th. If I can't sell tickets at Laugh Boston, uh. I have to kill myself. For God's sakes, Boston, come on out. I live and die with the fucking Bruins. I'm Irish. My uncle's a fireman with a big dick. <laughs> come to the shows. It's Thanksgiving weekend. For God's sakes, bring your families. November 29th and 30th, Portland, Maine, December 1st. And uh, go get the new T-shirts. Are they yes. up? Did we check yet? I, uh, he said they're out yesterday. Lewis so. said that, so who knows? So that'll be out in a year. But go to MerchPump.com. We got new shirts slash Tuesdays. And sign up. Uh, get Laughable app. Make sure you download the Laughable. And Patreon is in full swing. Full swing. We just put out a new bonus. We got all kinds of clips up there. YouTube is all day long, so check it out. I've been chessing Michigan this week. There's one... Show not sold out. That'll be fun. Cap City Comedy Club. I'd love to get some people in there. It's a big room. I love Austin. Acme Comedy Club in Minneapolis. What a run that is. Uh, Spokane and Tacoma. Pacific Northwest. Roar and Springfield, Mass. Uh, Rooster Tea Feathers, Sunnyvale. Come on out, tech folk. Bring your Teslas and your Priuses and your vapes and your Asian girlfriends. Then uh, we got some other fun. Santa Ana. November 11th, live Tuesdays at the uh, Velvet Underground, Village Underground. That's going to sell out. So get the real diehard gays in there first. We don't want some chooch in the front row who's never heard of a podcast. Uh, can, I, can I add this? I feel much relieved. I want to amend something I said earlier. I got a tweet here. It says, you didn't finish the landlord story. Are you homeless or what? I got another one saying, dude, what happened with the landlord? Look at that. So I got to appreciate, I got to say thank you and yeah. uh, apologize. It I shouldn't hate today. my, I, I mean, shouldn't give it 10 minutes. I know. And we're recording at 9 a.m. So oh, yeah. uh, everything's uh, good with the landlord. Thanks for uh, reaching they care. out. The people care. Thank they're, you for caring. They're on the edge of their anal and uh, we got to get, he's got to get his anal whitened. So we got to go we have sex with each other. Thanks again. Tell a friend. Kiss your dad. Blow your Uncle Dale and show him your big cock. <laughs> That's a big cock, baby. Praise Allah. Soup.